quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. There is no specific answer to how much is enough. It depends on you, your desired lifestyle and what it would cost to live that desired lifestyle. Welcome to the Best Ever Show, the world's longest-running daily commercial real estate podcast. Our hosts interview commercial real estate experts every day to get you the best advice ever with none of the fluffy stuff. Welcome back, Best Ever listeners, to another episode of Passive Investor Tips. I'm your host, Travis Watts, and in today's episode, what we're talking about is how much is enough and how to find out. We're talking about income and specifically passive income. Disclaimers as always, never financial advice, not telling you or anyone else what to do, educational and informational purposes only. And with that top of mind, as you probably know, there's endless amounts of articles and blogs and formulas out there to help you determine how much is enough to retire, let's say. The problem is most of these are based off of the stock market, which is where most people are investing their money. And a lot of this has to do with a net worth focus. So in true theme of what this show is all about, passive investor tips, I figured I would show you how to figure out how much is enough based off of passive income, something that very few people talk about. So I'm going to share with you three steps on how to determine how much is enough. And before we get into those three steps, I'm going to put up on the screen for a quick refresher, the hierarchy of income. So this is a little diagram that I've created, which shows someone moving up in the hierarchy of income. And at the bottom is called self-sufficiency. This is where somebody can basically support their living costs on an active income source like a job. This would be someone who is merely paycheck to paycheck. As you move up with a little more income, you find stability, which is where you can eliminate bad debt and maybe have a little bit of cash in the bank. Above this level, I call flexibility. This is where you have more than just a little cash cushion for emergencies in the bank. You could perhaps take a year off of work, travel more, pivot careers, You just have more flexibility over your lifestyle. Above this level is financial independence. This is where you can live off of your income that your investments generate. And above financial independence is what I call financial abundance. And this, quite frankly, is where money is no longer a concern. You have more than you'll ever need. It's usually a stage of giving back because you can't possibly spend the amount of money that you're bringing in. So this brings us to step number one, and that's to consider what is your goal? Frankly, not everybody strives for financial abundance. Not everybody desires financial independence. Some people, quite frankly, are content with their career. They love what they do, but it might be nice to have flexibility of lifestyle where they could take a break for a while and come back to it, or maybe work part-time instead of full-time. Others are just looking to eliminate debt and have a little cash cushion in the bank, while others seek that work-optional lifestyle and that financial independence number. So number one is to consider what goal you're looking to achieve. 
Now that brings us to number two. And number two is consider the current income that you have through your job and or any investments that you have. Is it enough? Think about if the paychecks and the income kept rolling in every month, but you didn't have to go to work, would you be content with that scenario for the rest of your life? Are you able to live the optimal lifestyle that you desire based off that income? And the answer is going to be different for everyone. Some people might be making an abundance of income and say, frankly, I could live on less than what I currently make. Others would say, no, I'm at the beginning stages of my career. I desire a much higher income and there's much more that I want to accomplish in life. So you do you and decide what income would be sufficient to live the lifestyle you're looking to live. We'll get back to the show with the first some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. Are you a real estate investor looking to break into the multifamily investing space? Have you heard of MFIN Con happening in Charlotte, North Carolina, June 12th through the 14th? The Multifamily Investor Nation Convention is a place to learn from over 60 high-level apartment investors while networking with more than 700 additional investors. If that's not enough for you, A-Rod, yep, Alex Rodriguez, 12-time Major League Baseball All-Star with over $700 million of commercial real estate assets, will be live and in person speaking at the event. Also speaking is the one and only Dr. Robert Cialdini, the godfather of influence and the award-winning author. I personally love his books. So be sure to secure your tickets to this live in-person event before they're gone. Go to MFINCon.com for more details. Sponsorship opportunities are also available. Visit MFINCON.com today. Use the promo code BESTEVER to get $200 off your tickets. That's MFINCON.com. Now, before we jump right into step number three, I want to share the story with you for a little bit of perspective and a additional context. So there's an engineer and he's 24 years old, just graduated from college, gets synced up with a high income job at an engineering firm. And he works himself up from bottom to top in this company, He puts in 15 years. And at this point, he's nearing 40 years old. He's got a handful of stock options, a really nice lucrative 401k his net worth's going to be in the ballpark of, let's say, $2 million. And he thinks to himself, I'm burned out. I'm tired of this. I don't see much more advancement here. I'm going to branch away and create my own firm and my own company. And he does just that. He launches this company from scratch. He dedicates the next decade to building it up. And he's able to successfully secure a sale of this business for $5 million. Now, between his net worth, his previous investments, and the sale of this company, his net worth is approaching $10 million at this point. His age is nearing 50, and he says to himself, well, that went really well. That was exciting. Let me do that again. I'm going to start another business, and he does just that. So this time, he wants to go bigger. He wants to get the big payday. He's dedicated to putting in 15 years of time to building up this firm. He does just that. His age is nearing 65, and he secures the sale of this business for $10 million. Now, adding up his previous net worth and assets and the sale of this business, his net worth is nearing $25 million at this point, and he decides it's time to retire. I'm 65, I've put in the work, and I'm done. Now, after listening to this story, you might think, hey, this sounds pretty good. It's a great success story, the great American dream, right? The dilemma is when we're younger, we seek money, 
But when we're older, we seek youth. And the problem with that is that you can always make more money, but you can never get your youth back. Now, here's a couple takeaways from this story to consider. Number one, could this individual have retired at age 40 where he was leaving the corporate world with approximately $2 million of net worth? Let's suppose he had taken 500000 out of his net worth, bought a house, and paid it off, and then invested the remaining $1.5 million into passive income-producing assets. And for simple math, we'll use the 8% yield per year. He'd have approximately $120,000 per year in passive income, a paid-off house, and perhaps a low cost of living. Now, this could have allowed him to spend more time with friends and family, or to travel, or just to do the things that most of us can do when we're younger, as compared to putting them off until an unknown age in the future. And if that scenario doesn't resonate with you in particular, consider when this individual was 50 years old and had an approximate net worth of $10 million. Perhaps he took $1 million out of his net worth, bought a house, paid it off in cash, and invested the remaining $9 million into passive income-producing assets. Assuming the same 8% annualized yield, that would give him approximately $700,000 per year in passive income while still being able to retire early at age 50. And the point of this story is to consider what's important to you. Is it money? Is it net worth? Is it freedom? Is it time with friends and family? And I call this scenario the success cycle, and it's really easy to get caught up in the success cycle, especially here in America, where it's spread all throughout our culture, work, 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 until when? And this, my friends, is number three to knowing how much is enough. It's what are you chasing? What is your desired outcome? What are you looking to get out of life? There is no specific answer to how much is enough. It depends on you, your desired lifestyle, and what it would cost to live that desired lifestyle. So I encourage you to keep an eye out and have a general awareness for this crossover moment in your life. Money may be unlimited, but your time is limited. Something to think about here for the week. You're listening to Passive Investor Tips. I'm your host, Travis Watts. I truly appreciate you being here week after week. I appreciate the support. Like, comment, subscribe. Have a best ever week. We'll see you in the next episode. Hi, best ever listeners. Joe Fairless here again. And one last thing before you go, would you like to receive a short weekly email with proven tips from experienced investors, free tools and resources, and a roundup of the week's most relevant news and best ever content? Well, if so... Join the community of nearly 15,000 commercial real estate passive and active investors who receive the best ever newsletter. Just go to bestevercre.com forward slash access and you'll get the very next one. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, thank you for listening and have a best ever day.